you are at Founders FAQ, answers to all the possible questions of a founder. I think there is a misconception that people think if you have a certain revenue, you can grade Series A or C, or in particular Series A. I think that's a myth. I have seen companies who have re, uh, have hit a great revenue, but they have they're struggling to raise Series A because they are not able to show a path to growth and indicating or demonstrating if they have more capital, the company can grow and are hitting a ceiling. So I have seen companies with 500,000 ARR raise a massive Series A. People with two, three million dollar ARR not raise it because. I think uh, it's they're lacking or failing to demonstrate the growth. Welcome to Founders FAQ. Today, my guest is Pejman Nozat. Pejman is founding managing partner at PairVC, a venture capital firm that invests in early stage startups based in Palo Alto. Pejman has over 15 years of experience investing in early stage high tech startups. He built a $40 billion plus portfolio investing in over 300 startups and seeding several multi billion dollar companies such as Dropbox, DoorDash, Garden Health. Learning Club, Santad, and Gusto. And lastly, he has a soccer fan. Pejman, welcome to Founders of AQ. My first question is, how do you understand the true entrepreneurs before investing to a startup? So I think um, obviously we like founders who are genuinely and truthfully going to be entrepreneur. I think building company is it's very hard, so we look for people who are True entrepreneurs, I think um, I like to see founders who have a deep understanding of the market and the product they're building. Uh, we like founding team who have history together. There's chemistry between them. I think we like founders who understand building a company is very different than building a product in the long run. We like founders who are kind of captain of the ship. You know, their employee, their shareholders, the mission of the company is more important than themselves. We like founders who can attract talent, and I think we like founders who are insanely focused. And lastly, I think we uh, really like founders who um, constantly are learning and they want to improve as a person as the company grows. And in there, how do you evaluate the founder product fit? Yeah, at the time that we invest, there is we don't expect there's a product market fit. Uh, you know, we typically invest at ground zero where there is a founding team, there is an idea, maybe prototype. It's not a red flag for us. Obviously, we like people who have been the same industry as long as they have a deep understanding of the problem and they have the ability to build the team that build the product that users will love, I think they're okay with it. Having a deep expertise or history and background in particular sector. So, for example, if you if you have built consumer company and now you want to build them, you know, autonomous drone, then we, this is a too far apart of expertise. So we just like to have people in the same space. As long as you have studied and you spend time and you got, you educated yourself. So. And founder has a product fit. Okay. She's great founder, but she's a first time founder and ha- she has no mesh network of investors. What would be the ideal scenario to meet the VC in that stage? Uh, the 
ideal scenario in the VC meeting is if we can find one degree of separation from a um, person who knows that. So I think warm intro is great, but today a lot of venture capitalists looking at the um, cold emails. So the best thing is just describe who you are and um, maybe a summary of what you're building. It doesn't need to be a long email. It doesn't need to be... Um, you know, extensive as long as it's just you bring it up the point, which stays you are, what you're looking for, and kind of a summary of the company or maybe a presentation. Great. And another aspect is solo founders. Actually, finding a right co-founder might be really hard, and sometimes it's much better to start a journey as a solo founder. And what do you think about the solo versus group of founders? But we have funded the solo founders. I, there's no rule, but I think... Even if you're a founder, you just want to make sure that you bounce back some ideas with somebody else. This sometimes could be a lonely job, so it would be good to have a co-founding team. But at the same time, if the team gets more than like, three people, it's just hard to manage. I mean, when people come with six founding teams, it's, it's really, really hard early on. And you really like the team, but you don't like the market. Do you even make the deal? No. We actually want to see the team and the market and typically world-class teams build products for a massive market. And on the fundraising side, sometimes revenue traction might not enough to raise the round. And what do you want to see in there? Yeah, I, I think there is a misconception that people think if you have a certain revenue, you can raise Series A or C. Or in particular, Series A, I think that's the myth. I have seen companies who have, re, uh, have hit a great revenue, but they have, they're struggling to raise Series A because they are not able to show a path to growth and indicating or demonstrating if they have more capital, the company can grow and are hitting the ceiling. So I have seen companies with 500,000 ARR raise a massive Series A. People with two, three million dollar ARR cannot raise it because I think um, it's, they're lacking or failing to demonstrate the growth. Um, so it's, it's, it's not only re- revenue is not enough. You need to show one, this is the best thing for this product. There's a massive market. There's a product market fit. And now if you have more capital, we have an engine that can consistently sell this product and grow. And at some point, pivots come to the stage if there is no growth or moderate growth. Uh, what do you say about pivots? Um, I think it's just really, um, um, you know, the best, the best pivots are when the founding team are notoriously listening to the users or customers and get a feedback and they have the ability and know-how in-house that they can the product and and test and again get users feedback. Mm-hmm. I, I I think just pivot, but that's pivot actually in our company is just from you know users and customers feedback. And getting A plus people together is another topic to scale the company. Uh, what do you say about it? Um, I think it's it's all about the team and people. So I think the bar should be high. I think you need to have a strategy of how to find the best talent. And what is your recruiting strategy and what does it take to attract these people? You need to be, I think, mission driven to get the smartest people. Obviously, um, smartest people looking for a place that they can 
have a good financial outcome. Um, but again, uh, evaluating the best talent and making sure you hire the right people is just very important in all stages of the company. And do you think the core role is storing talent skills of a founder while catching the best talents or pure HR strategy? What is a combination of both? Um, obviously, HR is executing it, but at the NFA, any organization, you look, you look up to the leader of that organization, which in this case is the CEO. Um, and I think it's a combination of right of different things, including the culture of the company. Why do you think people should come to work for you and your company? It's a, it's a question that every CEO should answer in their mind and have a plan for it. But I don't think, you know, HR on its own can hire the best people. Obviously, as the company grow and you have a bigger organization, you know, the role of HR is more important. But the early days, to me, is just if you're front line of war, you want to recruit commander and Navy SEALs, you need to be out there and looking for them and have a reason for them to come and um, be in front line and fight with you. So it's it's not an easy way, but some founders and CEO are an exceptional telling stories and be very truthful to what the mission of the company is and as a result, hire the best people. And my last question is, all those stages, what will be the biggest role of a VC? Well, I think the biggest role of the um, um, VC is supporting the founding team and managing team to execute and um, in all aspects of the company. Some VCs are really good at recruiting. Some people are good at helping you build organization. Some people are great coaches. Some people are great at marketing. You know, some exceptional um, VCs are good at everything. But I think a number one role of any VC is um, in the early days is just helping the team grow and recruit and making sure that the goals are set up and have the relevant experience in each stage of the company to help found it too. Pejman, these are all my questions. Thank you for coming to Founders of AQ. Okay. I appreciate it. By the way, Founders FAQ is in pre-order and it covers the answers to all the possible questions of a founder in a startup journey, whether revealing life-saving principles for the startup survival path, building A-plus teams, creating an evolving machine, setting up a need culture, or interpreting the true path for the fundraising. You can pre-order it from foundersfaq.com and you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook.